Anecdotes for success. Level up with truth, meaning, trade-offs, perspective. Cash flow, any type of personal finance, your income in has to be greater than your income out. Yeah, no kidding. You're you're 100 right. Whoever mentioned that to you the other day, you're saying is is you know completely right. Yeah, I remember growing up. You know, my father was uh, uh, owned his own businesses, a few of his own businesses, and he used to say, "I'll never forget it." Cash flow, Matt. It's all about cash flow. And here I am, you know, 12, 14, whatever I was. I'm like, you know, the Steelers are on, Dad. Shut up. I, I don't want to. You know, I, it didn't mean anything to me. You know, and then. Uh, getting in your own business, you realize, oh my gosh, this cash flow thing is, you know, my dad also used to say, cash is king. You know, you can have, you can have all the accounts receivable in the world, right? But if you don't have any cash coming through, how are you going to pay those bills? How are you going to keep it going? So it's, it's entirely true. Uh, good friend of mine, uh, we created this thing called the Financial Identity Matrix. You can't do any of it if you're just spending. And if you're just saving, you, you might acquire a lot of wealth, but you, you don't really have any cash flow. You need income and you need investing to have your money work for you. So it's kind of like a matrix, like where are you at? And I believe most people I know, or a lot of people I know, or the people I read about in the news have a hard time getting over the spending aspect of it. Hey, hey, but... I, I agree back up because you just said a lot there that was important. No, no, no. Right, I think it was right. all, I think it was all important. So I want I, I think it'd be a good idea if we talk about it kind of in 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 sure. step by step because everything you said there is like yep, yep, yep. But to the average person, that probably like wealth assets, you know, so, cash. So flow. let me let me start over. So at the end of the day, you can be super wealthy. I'm in theory and not have much cash flow. It could be all tied up. It, it, like, keep, hold on, keep going. I'm going to just pop in. Or, or you can have a ton of cash flow, but literally have no wealth attached to your name. So you can be what I always call is house rich. You know, I, I yes. hear people go, you know, oh, so and so's, you know, got a net worth of a million dollars. And I'm like, well, where is it? Well, their house is worth a million dollars and it's paid off. I'm like, well, they don't have any cash flow. All they have is an asset that generates no income for them, right? Got no income generation. They have a house that's only ever going to pay them a penny the day they sell it. And then they got to find somewhere else to live. So now, this, now they got their million dollars, let's say, but they don't have any cash. They just have it sitting there in an account, but they have nowhere to live. So right. that's, that, that can be, in your theory, the wealth, but no cash flow. So per, I just want to point that out because it's, it's very common. And then you said you can have cash flow, but no wealth you make and this is very common with people who make a high salary right so and so is a doctor and they make you know $500,000 a year and they spend $550,000 a year right because they've all this income coming in because of their job generally um, although it could be a business could be anything but they've got all this money coming in but they're all they're doing is consuming things with it, right? Boats and vacations and stuff that stuff that doesn't things that don't appreciate assets that don't appreciate things that up or depreciates, such as vehicles and 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 
and you know any any number of things that you, but things there's things that appreciate and things that don't appreciate so you can have a lot of income a lot of cash flow but no wealth and those are two totally different things and very important to point out so i know i interrupted you but i wanted to because of very what you're saying is dead on so keep going please oh so so that's super cool so we we understand you can be wealthy without cash flow you can have cash flow and not i mean whatever the definition of wealthy is, but not acquire wealth. That's fair enough. So at some point you have to create more income, right? Or you have to take some of the current income you have, not spend as much and just start investing and acquire assets that way. It's, it's really a continuum in a sense, because why not just create more income, create investing, uh, keep saving, limit your spending, even though I, this sounds goofy to say limiting my spending is probably the last thing I want to do. I like my lifestyle. So I, I almost think it's easier to do the other three. What do you say about that? Yeah, I, I, I limited my spending younger, knowing that I had a plan that was going to, I was going to take that money I was socking away. Right. So I was doing a couple things. I was finding any uh, any multiple streams of income, which we were talking about, you know, at the beginning here. I, so I had a job and then I had a side business and I had another side business and I had some investments. And then, you know, for me, uh, you know, I was, I was teaching college courses and all these income streams are coming in, um, including my job. And I'm not taking this income and going, oh, I can't wait to go to Bermuda and I can't wait to buy the latest, you know, gadget, whatever the heck that is, or, or a new car or any of those things. I was taking all my income, uh, income streams, reducing my expenditures as much as possible, you know, within reason, all with the knowledge that if I gained enough money, enough, uh, if I put enough aside, then I could start investing in things that would start providing income streams in, 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 a, in a more passive way, meaning I don't have to spend 40 hours a week at a job to make X amount of money. I can invest in this and I can invest in that and I can buy this asset and that asset and those will continue to generate money for me, wealth for me, income for me. And then I can create a lifestyle that I want, that I enjoy, but I can't outspend my income, you know, although, although I probably could, if I wanted to go absolutely nuts, it's just not who I am. I, I, that was my plan all along. So, and I think it's the right plan is other income streams. Now, if you just want to work your job, your 40 hours a week and, and do that, you only have one, cho two choices, have a job that pays you so much money that you can live any way you want. And th there's about five of those out there. <laughs> or you're going to have to reduce your expenditures and live in a way you probably don't want to live. Or, you know, I, that's how I view it. Like, I don't want to spend my life, you know, sitting, sitting around six days a week waiting for the one day I'm allowed to go out to dinner because I don't want to blow my budget. So it's multiple streams of income. And that's, you and I didn't invent that. It's, it's a common, it's relatively common knowledge out there, but it's, it's so true. You know, and it's, it's a mindset. I mean, anybody at some point starting out may have to be much more frugal than they are later in life. 
uh, maybe the plan's as simple as working your nine to five and uh, bartending on the weekends and investing that or buying an apartment with that, right? I mean, it, it doesn't have to be so much you're penny pinching everything. Stabilize your bills with what you're good at in, in your job. And then the incentive could be any other form of income you have. You can acquire wealth, right? You can increase cash flow. You can invest, which in a sense is acquiring wealth. Uh, make your money work for you. And not many 18-year-olds get that, do they? And and that's what I want to turn to in a minute is how could 18-year-olds start doing this? Well, I'm glad you said that because that's what I want. Because I agree with everything you just said there. It's it's not particularly easy for most people um, because everyone wants to live how they want to live immediately, right? Nobody, Everyone wants instant gratification. And the truth is you can't have it if this is what you want. If you want to have... If you want to have the, the the nicer lifestyle or the easier financial situation, which frankly is better than the harder one, and no money can't buy you everything, I'll never say it is, but it does make life easier. It's just it's it's true, um, but it's not everything by any means. But it does make life easier. If you want that, you're gonna have to make sacrifices, and that comes you know the trade offs we're constantly talking about. But you're talking, you mentioned the 18 year old, and I, I kind of before you and I started recording, I, I, I talked about it. I didn't talk about it. I just said, I'm going to talk about it. There's a, there's a young gentleman who's 18. I think he's 19 and he, he owns his own business locally, um, actually out where you live. And, um, I kind of mentor him, um, and, and help consult for his business. And he called me today and he, he, he runs a landscaping business and he's, doing so well. He, he finished two years in college, uh, got his associate's degree, was going to go on and just flat out said, I'm done. I'm making way too much money. Why would I continue to go to school? Right. But he has the mindset you're talking about. He has bought tens and tens of thousands of dollars worth of equipment to reinvest back into his business. What he and I were talking about today was his new, he's hiring people, payroll, workers comp, disability, uh, um, all the, all those things that go into payroll. Um, and he was saying to me, he goes, Matt, um, my goal is to be a millionaire by the time I'm 30. And I said, oh, there's no doubt. There's no question. You'll do that. That's that. I mean, that's not even a question to me, the way this person is making the choices he's making. Look, this kid, he's, he's you know, he was a, he says, I don't know his financial background. He says he comes from kind of a rough financial background, and I believe him. He said, I didn't think when I was in high school that I'd do anything but live paycheck to paycheck. He said, I looked at all these other kids who were the smart kids in school and all that, and those were the kids who were going to be wealthy, right? And they were going to make money, and they were going to do it by going to get jobs and get nice paying jobs, and that's how they are going to be, quote, unquote, rich. And he goes, I didn't realize until he got into this, he and, I got, he and I got started talking. He goes, this is how you get rich. And he goes, I'm, he's talking about buying car washes. He's talking about investing in, in, in real estate. He's talking about investing in financial products that, that you know a lot about. He's talking about all this stuff. And I said to him, well, let me ask you, you think you'll be a millionaire by the time you're 30? And he goes, oh, I have no doubt. And I go, well, in my mind, it's already done. You're, you're, you already, because you said mindset, it's right here. 
I'll bet you everything I have that kid's uh, a millionaire, multi-millionaire by the time he's 30. He's making the right decisions. He's young. He's reinvesting back into his business so he can make generate more income that he then is going to invest in other businesses and other asset classes so he has more cash flow. And Paul, he's 19. He's 19. I, none of this had crossed my mind at all when I was 19. So it's just, uh, he's talking to me and I got goosebumps right now thinking about it. So, so back to that matrix, he's creating full head of steam in a system that he almost won't be able to stop. Like he almost with his mindset, won't be able to outspend what he's generating. Does that, does that make sense? I mean, of course, you could always outspend what you're generating. Theoretically, sure. But he's going to create something that's actually growing when he's someday doing less or into other projects or things. He's creating projects that are going to keep generating. Cash that's flow a, and wealth. That's exactly his mindset, cash flow and wealth. In fact, he said to me, and cover your ears because this is, hurtful to both of us he said when i'm old in 30 years he'll be 49 when i'm <laughs> old in 30 years i'd like to not have to work anymore maybe you know i'll have enough assets that that they'll generate the income for me and i can kind of live a less hectic life but i don't mind going to work you know non-stop for the next 30 years so that when i'm old <laughs> that i can live a certain way and, and he's right. He's he's 100% right. And he, if he just keeps doing what he's doing, Paul, you know this. You don't even know the kid from what I'm telling you. He'll he'll be he'll be so he'll have so much income and so so much wealth. He won't know what to do with it. You know, it, it gets back to our conversation about fire a couple of weeks ago. Financial independence, retire early. Yeah. I my wife and I had a meeting with a uh, just a retirement planner i mean because of the pensions involved and i'm looking at these numbers and i'm technically five years away before i'm allowed to by the state draw my maximum pension okay, okay. And, and with everything i've been getting into the last two years every teacher i've ever talked to acts like you can't take that penalty for retiring early and i have a feeling in a year or two I looked at the numbers. Well, why wouldn't I? Because most people assume once they retire, they don't work anymore, right? I think I'm dangerously close to a point, you know, with people I've met and, and all the talks with you in the last five years and the stuff we're doing that it's almost, it'd almost be sad to keep doing it, thinking there's some cap on what I can accomplish, even at 49, when I could be freeing up even more time. And there, there's no, like, just because a state, system says you're going to be penalized if you if you do something early well why is that a bad thing if you're going to continue working but i've learned a lot of my colleagues think they're going to just never work again that would be scary to not have a system in place well here's here's part of the difference you're, i know you don't feel bad for us teachers <laughs> no 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 I, I i do though i do though because i i dread to know what i would have been like if i would have been put in a position in anything, whether I, I don't, it doesn't care what it is, where I was told this is how much money you can make. And the ultimate goal is to quit so that you can someday get, continue to get paid. If I was ever in a system like that, it may have wrecked me in a way where I, and I know plenty of people like this, far too many. And it's one of the reasons I'm so passionate about it. 
whose entire goal is to ride out those last 10, 15, whatever years they are, it doesn't matter, so they can get to their max number so that they can then just stop. And I, I, I can't think of many things I find sadder than that. And you're, you're, diff- you're not talking about – you may not work, but you're going to never stop producing, producing. And they're entirely yeah. different things entirely different thing you're not talking about doing things that require you to quote work more you're talking about doing things that lead to production that lead to happiness and that production is going to lead to more money and frankly way more money than you're ever going to make missing out on what this added pension would be would be would be my guess so there i think we're talking about different things you've got a different mindset than a lot of people in your position because the goal for a lot of those people is when can I get out and get the most money given to me until I pass away, which is reasonable if you've been in a system that just discusses that all the time. A system that, again, I may have gotten in and may have ruined my financial education, my financial thoughts, my financial knowledge. I'm glad I was never in that. I would, I would have been way less off. That's for sure. You're not talking about that. You're talking about what if I left early, theoretically, you'd do whatever you want. We've never even talked about it. You could theoretically say, what if I left early and by trading that extra pension money, you're picking up time that's going to allow you to produce way more and therefore earn way more and do it in a fashion that you enjoy the heck out of. And you can't tell me that's not a better, better thing for many people. Well, well I asked the, the representative, I'm like, well, all right, the, the gap would be this. I mean, all I have to do is make up that income monthly. Why don't more people just get out of it and retire early if they're unhappy? And he goes, well, I mean, I'm paraphrasing. He goes, well, most people don't have the confidence or know-how or mindset or whatever to think they can make that up. Uh but, but here's the ironic part before we go on. I mean, obviously, I, I'm in a special place where I teach and what I do anyways. I don't even want to leave early. I mean, that, that's not the point. I, I right, feel like right. I can do both. But it's super, empower, it's super empowering to know I, I could. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. and not be scared, if that makes sense. Yeah. It, so it does. It does. I, I hope. And, and that's what you, we do in my classroom. And when you come in, I mean, you come in a lot, but you you mentor even more with the kids to create that mindset that you can write your future. Like you can write your financial independence. You can write your financial identity and it may be a little up and down like any, anything in an economy is, but that's going to be the fun of it more than the, the scaredness of it. Right. Yeah. And, and you nailed it. I mean, it's the ability for anybody. And I believe this with all my heart. I truly do. No matter where you come from or what your background Give, given you're in a, you're safe and, and you know what I mean, you're protected. I mean, there are people who aren't, you know, I don't want, I don't want to make it sound like somebody who's, who's, you know, go, there's people who are going through real, who go through really hard things. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the average person or, or even people come from way below average economic situations. Their biggest disadvantage is they haven't been given the knowledge. It's not that they don't have the ability. Of course they have the ability. I've never met anybody who doesn't have the ability. That's what's so frustrating for me about it. I'm like, everyone I've ever met 
you know, almost without exception, has the ability. What they need is the knowledge, which leads to the confidence, which leads to the right decision making to control their financial destiny. It doesn't mean you have to spend 80 hours a week uh, buying apartments or, 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 or making widgets or, or being a business person or an investor. You can be that teacher. You can be the scientist. You can be the social worker. You can be the, the priest. You can be anything you want to be. But if you really, if you want to control that very important aspect of your life, which is your finances, you can ignore it if you want, but don't come crying to anyone when, when life becomes more difficult. If, if you know how to control that through better decision-making, through investing, through, <coughs> excuse me, multiple streams of income, through better spending habits, understanding debt, understanding credit scores, understanding all these other things that scare the crap out of most people, me included when I was much younger. If you understand those things, you can make your life so much easier, so much better, so much more productive that, that I, don't, I, don't, I, do, I don't even know how to put it in appropriate words. The point is, get the information out to people, let them know they are in control. It's not, it's not something they're not in control of. And it doesn't mean you have to be a business person. I, I'm not saying that whatsoever. Yeah. A couple, couple things to piggyback that. When we had Tom Casey on, he was big on saying it's more of a systems thing, right? Like, don't focus on you, – you may do the – you feel like you're working just as hard or doing the exact same thing as somebody else. But if you compare, you may have much less. But if you have the system in place, you'll still win. I mean, you can't compare terms and terms with people. Uh, then, you know, everybody doesn't have to be Matt Huffnagel, the entrepreneur. You just have to have a know-how of what an entrepreneur can do and how powerful it can be and how to generate income streams, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and well, and your knowledge. Yes. And the, the guy I'm working on this financial literacy book with, you know what? I'm putting us on the spot. I'm going to have him on our podcast next week. Perfect. Uh, cause he can't, he came up, John Bloom, he came up with the financial identity matrix that I, that I'll show on our podcast when I do all the techie there stuff afterwards, yep. instead of me going like that, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he doesn't say he, he wants you to live. Our, our theory is you live life through experiences and even spending money at times. But if you have the system in place to accumulate some wealth and generate some income and have some cash you're going to be just fine not being the next tycoon or the next franchise owner or the next wall street person but you have to have these little you have to have a dash of this and a splash of this to be able to do that and that's why i love you mentoring the kids with the know-how about just let's go let's go make some business let's go produce something and then he's on the other hand let's learn economic system and let's learn the asset classes and blah 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 so you guys are a perfect fit i can't wait for you to meet next week go on yeah no i can't wait i can't wait either and i i totally agree it's the systems and you just mentioned a dash of this and a sprinkle of that and i've mentioned in your classes before and, and to others you know I, I i look at it i always use the analogy of baking a cake where it's like all right you've got the ingredients. I got the ingredients. Why does your cake come out so much better than mine? Because I'm dumping in the ingredients the wrong way, right? Meaning every time I get my paycheck, I spend what I spend. And what if there's anything left over, I invest it, right? Whereas you, 
take your paycheck and you invest it. And then you pay, you know, you live accordingly there. And that's just a simple example of what I'm talking about, about baking the cake, which sounds to me similar, very similar to what he's saying. It's a system. You got to have your system in place. If you put it in place, then it's going to produce certain outcomes, right? If you, if you put in the right system, you're going to get the, you're going to get predictable outcomes, right? And if you have those predictable outcomes, you can live the life you want, buy the, buy, have the experiences, buy the things. I'm not against buying things. What I'm, what I'm against is buying things before you can afford them. What I'm for is putting the system in place, baking the cake the right way so that I get the outcome I want. Now I have the income to buy the new car, go on the trip, pay for my kid's college, donate to the church, whatever my priorities are. Right. And that's and I'm, I'm looking very much forward to hearing his and your thoughts on that in, in your discussion. Oh, back to all this. We're going to end with two questions, but knowing you, they're not going to be two questions that you answer very quickly. So question, num <laughs> question number one. OK, if it's about cash flow, OK, generating just having cash, not spending as much as you make. What's the number one reason people go into debt then? The number one product that they use or, or what they do? And in your experience, why do people have such a hard time following that simple solution? Why do they spend more than they make? Well, if that, yeah, for this, credit cards are, are a horrible, horrible problem for people. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's, and if you're not disciplined with them, then um, they could be a great tool, right? can use a credit card, put a hundred bucks on it a month, build your credit score, you know, do those, do, which, which is only going to help you in a variety of other ways, you know, buying a house, buying cars, whatever other things that you're hopefully going to do in your life. Um, but man, they become, they, they become like a drug to people and they just got to keep hitting them, hitting them, hitting them. And you're, you're trading, you're trading today, or I'm sorry, you're trading tomorrow for today. And we talked about that a little bit last time on, you know, self, uh, self-control and, and, you know, I've, for whatever reason, always been a good, I'll trade today for tomorrow kind of guy. And by doing that for the last, for a certain period of time, uh, it's, I've led a very nice life because of that through my investments and such. So credit cards is, is certainly the, the, the number one problem. It's, 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 uh, to get getting people into debt and um you know it'd be fun to have someone on that we could talk to sometime about some good ways to try to avoid that trap because it's certainly a trap i have just the guy you know me and my twitter friends yeah man i we should that that'd be great because well that's a serious problem for people right there's a young gentleman I don't want to say say his name yet, but there's a young gentleman that I know pretty well and I've had a lot of discussions with. He literally raced tens of thousands of dollars of debt that he made when he was, for lack of better words, uh, less intelligent with his financial decisions. And yeah, we should have. If we could get him on, that'd be awesome. I'll, uh, you can't start investing and creating any cash flow until you 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 create the the negative until you erase the negative flow, right? It It'd makes it like, much harder. It can be done, but it makes it much harder. Right. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to pay the piper eventually, and the cost is gonna be great. 
Yeah, hundred percent. So this was great. So next question, let's say you, you have a decent job, whatever people can plug in any number, you live a pretty good life, you know, the house, the vacation, the kids are on sports teams, et cetera, et cetera. But you just have a hard time getting past that break even point because your bills, and I guess you could cut a few bills, but maybe that's just not what you want to do. What's the number one reason people fail to find other income streams in your opinion, or don't pursue other income streams? Because one more tiny income stream would change the whole financial situation of that person. Yeah. And often change their life in a way they don't even realize, you know, I, I hesitate to answer this because I'm not sure whether it's uh, it's lack of knowledge or laziness. And, and, and I think it could, could it probably both depending on the person. Maybe there's, a, maybe there's a spectrum. So for the people that don't do it, you have the lazy people all the way over here and the people that don't know, like somehow there's, it's a combination. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I know, I know people who, pe I know people who have jobs, they have master's degrees. Okay. And, they could go and teach, let's say, online and, in, and generate $30,000, dollars $50,000 a year extra teaching online because they have a master's degree and there's, there's schools, plenty of them out there looking for people to do so. And I've said to them, uh, I've had these conversations with people who have come to me for advice on managing their finances. And I've said, well, here's an easy easy way for you to really flip this on you i mean if you had an extra 50 grand a year would it help you and they're like are you kidding me It'd be life-changing you have a master's degree why don't you try haven't even sent on haven't even sent out an application i mean i'm talking years it's like that that's just lazy i don't know what else to say i mean you know we're talking an income stream that could, you make 50 grand a year by working 10 12 hours a week um additional well if you don't if you're not willing to do that then then don't tell me you're you want to change your life there's those people and then there's other people who just go my god i'd love to do it but i don't know what to do and the i don't know what to do is very personal because what you know what your skill sets are what your free time might be where you might be in a certain point in your life vary right greatly you know for all of us depending on your your life cycle and, and your age and, and, and your, your education, your skill level, what you might be able to do. Th those, you gotta, those people got to do a little homework, ask some questions, talk to people. You know, I, I had a conversation with, today with a buddy of mine looking to make a life change. And I said, talk to everybody you know. And he said, what do you mean? I said, talk to every, you know, he knows a ton of people. You know, a ton of people reach out to these people and say, Hey, life's good I'm doing well but you know I'm just not necessarily feel like I'm there I'd like a little more I'm looking to earn some more I'm looking for some interesting opportunities some some challenges have those conversations yes 19 out of 20 of them are going to be like oh yeah that was you know they're not going to go anywhere one might change your life you got to talk to people you got as I you got to plant seeds I'm constantly planting seeds all the time. Plant seeds, but you never know what's going to bloom from. One, one last thing. Do you think sometimes, and I'll talk personally about it real quick. Uh, do you think there's a level of, of scaredness in there or, or the unknown? 
whether you're lazy or you don't know? I, I think the that scared part is yes. I, I'm glad you pointed that out. I think that's probably the biggest factor is, hey, I could do this, but what if I, what if it doesn't work? How, you know, what's my ego doing to me, right? And as someone who's never been too afraid to fail, sometimes I miss that. And I'm glad you mentioned it because right. that probably that probably resonates, Paul, with more people than 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 anything. I think I think you're absolutely right. I've had this wonderful miss in my DNA or genetics where for some reason my multiple failures and I've had many have never really hurt me emotionally, you know, but I know that's not the case for most people. And, um, I think that's, that is a huge part. Yes. It's a huge part. Your ego is involved, right? Yeah. And you get comfortable. I mean, you, you just gave that example as an educator, like I said, we get super comfortable because it's a very nice life, especially if you can handle your expenses, right? And, and get that positive cash flow going. But you always can feel this self sense, false sense of freedom and independence because you have all this time off and you're not really doing much with it. But you don't feel like you have to. And I think personally, that was me for years. Now, that being said, wonderful experiences with the family and taking my yep. children places with the softball you know we could get into that but at the same time I never stopped having conversations and meeting people and 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 cheering for other people's successes and I feel like some of that's coming right around and power me now does that make sense yeah uh, it does so it, it can happen anytime you, you were just you were young enough to have enough failures really that kick-started you with a, a short-term uh, memory and uh, that's awesome and for whatever reason probably COVID was the, the big game changer for me to think life's not gonna stay the same way it is and that really got me going so either way different paths different ways but I'm glad we see things the same way a lot maybe we need to argue more you know <laughs> no I, I you know I think when it comes to doing what we we really enjoy out of this is helping people with their financial literacy and financial knowledge which you and I both to get get to do off this can off camera often you know in 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 separate ways that's where the that's where that's where the enjoyment is it's it's that's where the meaning is you know that's where the the as a as a pillar that's where the meaning is it's like you know, I, I was talking about this kid earlier. He doesn't, uh, he's not paying me to, to help him through this stuff. I've never asked him to, and I never will. It's, I get, I get so much joy and meaning from see, giving someone some help and advice that I see them taking and running with, which I'm, I'm very confident that he'll out earn me by leaps and bounds when it's all said and done. Cause he's 19 and I'm not you know, and he's already on the path. What I want to do is try to get as many people on the path as, as possible. And that path isn't meaning you own your own business. It means you understand this stuff so that you can make good decisions. That's all I want to see people do. Uh, the sooner you start, the better you can make that happen, right? But there's just no question about it. Hey, whatever your circumstances are, you can start. 
I hate excuses. I can't stand them. Well, I'm going to wait till the kids are out of college. Well, I'm going to wait until I get that next promotion because then I'll have more income. Well, I'm going to wait till the car is paid off or the house is paid off. Well, I'm going to wait. Well, I'm going to wait until, until, until. No, there, there's not, I, I, you know, outside of a dramatic health issue, you know, something like that. I can't stand the excuses. I, I, I hear them constantly and they all end up in the same place. These people, all these, the people with these excuses all end up the same place. Three years later, coming back to me with the same questions and more excuses, just of a different variety. And, and you're not going to get anywhere. It's just, it's just that simple. So start immediately. There it is. When it comes to wealth and cash flow, no excuses. Matt, no excuses to start immediately.